This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome on in BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Wednesday Ton to get to today. A couple of great guests. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, will join us later. Mike Rutherford, Cards Chronicle, will join us. Talks some college hoops. We'll get to a lot of college basketball today after a good slate last night. Giannis scores 55. And, of course, Week 18 in the NFL, our power rankings. A little different spin on power rankings because, obviously, Aaron, we didn't get a, a couple of our top teams playing this week. So we'll do a different spin on power rankings coming up in 20 minutes. But I think we can start with some college basketball last night. There was a lot. I mean, what? I mean, a bunch of teams, top 25 teams, Tennessee, Kansas, Texas, Alabama, Pitt, Oswego, Virginia, Wisconsin, New Mexico, a bunch of top 25 teams in action last night. It's it's getting – it's like that point of the year where it's like you start feeling something about these teams. It's, it's we're, I mean, we're certainly well more than early in the season, Aaron, to start off, right? I mean, these teams have played about 14 games each. It's, it's almost like you start feeling like you know what these teams are a little bit now. Yeah, I was really thinking about Kansas State as they beat Texas and then they broke the combined Big 12 record 219 points and Kansas State has a new head coach and sometimes when you have a new coach you don't really know what you're going to get from a certain team, right? You know, maybe a new system and all of that. Like maybe there's some value on this Kansas State team. Um just it's interesting and I love that um you know they weren't expected to win and Tang their head coach was like all I care about is the fact we gave up 103 points like I love that attitude cuz they you know they made some history they broke some records and um I I I don't know I think this is a a team I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to do moving forward Yeah they're not going to do that again though I mean, they shot 60% last night. I mean, it was crazy, uh, you know, across all levels of basketball where there were just some teams that couldn't miss. Couldn't miss. Like, they might not do that the rest of the year. And we saw that with a few different teams. Uh, if you look at the NBA, we saw that with the Thunder last. The Thunder? Really? Against the Boston Celtics? They shot about 60% nearly getting there uh, when they score 150 the scoring NBA wise and college, it's reached college too. I mean, it is. We we focus so much on football at this time, but the scoring on a nightly basis is off the charts. A little bit about of that is about the uh, the lack of uh, defensive effort that we see from time to time. But uh, the scoring yeah. ability is I, I don't think we've seen anything like this before. Well, so also I the saw- scoring from the superstars. When you look at the NBA, it's like. Every night, someone's just completely going off. It's crazy. And I think you're right. Some of it probably has to do with defense. But also, it's like, 
each night we we see a different superstar just going off. So I saw a theory out there last night because I, I saw some people talking about this, like the idea that scoring is mm-hmm. insane in, in both, you know, college or pro basketball, and especially the stars like Aaron mentioned, right? Like it's Giannis. It's every night someone's worth fifty Mitchell. or sixty points. It feels like LeBron. right. Mitchell seventy one. Yeah. LeBron. And, and the theory was every team knows now what the most efficient shots are, right? No one takes bad shots anymore. No one takes long twos. So if you're taking layups right. and threes and you have a good shooting night, aren't you going to score 40 points? If you're good, right? You get a volume scorer and you shoot layup, only layups and threes. You're probably going to score a lot of points more often, right? It's, it's less rare now. Because it does seem, Joe, you're right. You know, I, I saw people in Philadelphia complaining there's not more Joel Embiid MVP love. And I'm like, well, he's doing great, right? There's no question. But there's six guys scoring like he is, right? He's not standing out mm-hmm. from the pack. It doesn't mean he's not playing great, but like, well, if everyone else is scoring 40 and he's scoring 35, what do you want people to say? He's not the MVP at this point of the season. So I, I think there's something going on where we've reached this like level where everyone knows how to score at a crazy level. I know. We, we talk a lot about it with the MVP. And it's like, well, how come this person is not getting more respect? Look at these numbers. How come they're not getting respect? Well, let's do the comparison game. And a lot of times on a local level, like you're referencing, Sixers fans aren't watching what's happening with Luka on a nightly basis. You know what I mean? Like, it, so what kind of numbers do you have to be to be at the top of that MVP conversation? Like, yeah, most years, player X would be getting a lot of support or would be viewed as the best scorer in the country. But that's just <laughs> now the expectation level has to be so much higher because you have more scoring. Now, if you want to be in the leading scorer conversation, go up five points per game. I, I wonder if that's where we're going to be at the end of the season, too, as teams are getting ready for the tournaments, conference, and March Madness, as teams are getting ready for the playoffs. But, you know, this is usually the time where we, we – we say that teams don't care as much because it doesn't matter. And it's just a little positioning here and there. Well, they care on the offensive end on a nightly basis. And like Aaron mentioned, it is the superstars doing every day. Last week, it was all about Luca, And then last night was all about Giannis. And it's always like, whose turn's next? Yeah. I mean, we've saw LeBron, um, you know, he turns 38 and all of a sudden he's, having big games again i don't know where that came from but yeah it's like every morning i wake up i'm like which nba player superstar went off last night it's crazy it really is it's it's every night um are any of these teams standing out college best we're gonna have a guest on later mike rutherford is great on this i mean the the one thing i've been looking at i've always been a shock a smart fan uh you know what he did back in the day a long time ago at vcu but this marquette team is pretty good they're 12 and four now. They're not quite ranked yet. I don't think we're far away from them being a ranked team. Like, you, you know, you kind of sort the scores by top 25. You don't see them. But they they fell down last night, came back and won that game. Um, they were down seven, I think, at the half. But they ended up winning the game uh, by double digits over St. John's. I, I, always, I always think it's interesting when coaches move around, how long it takes them to kind of find their footing. And, and can they make the, the new program like the old one or the old ones? I, I think Shaka Smart at Marquette is – is starting to put something together. And you look this morning, they're now, I think they're 20th in Kempom. So they're, they're, they're moving mm-hmm. up there now. I think that's a pretty good team. I think, I think that's a fair way to look at things right now, because what we see at the very top is a lot of teams that people were not considering at the start of the year, right? They were in that 50, 60 to one range. And then 
became apparent fairly quickly, oh, these are title contenders that people weren't uh, looking at enough. You know, we talk a lot about portal and just the movement with coaches and players now in college football. We don't talk about it as much in college basketball because it takes a while uh, to figure out where the big adjustments are. And last year, like Kansas was a hot team before the year, and that was not the case throughout. But then in the end, we know the team that's lifting up the trophy. It ends up being Kansas. I think you could say Baylor, they, were, they had a short number throughout a couple of years ago. But, yeah, when we talk to Mike Rutherford, that's what I'm going to look for because you have these teams that were viewed as in the middle, and they're now on that top tier in that championship conversation. So we're the teams that were bumped down, that had the expectation, and they didn't meet it immediately. But, you know, a few months together on the court, maybe they will get there with some top coaching because there, there's got to be some value of some teams that were hyped up as maybe next or in that top tier that have been bumped down because of all these other squads moving up. What do you think, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I just, I think like now is the time that I'm just going to really start focusing on it. I've been so focused on NFL, to be honest, in college football that now I'm like really going to dive into college basketball. Yeah, and then we mentioned the other thing last time was Giannis scored 55. It's a, it's a nightly occurrence now, right? Someone in the NBA scores 50 points. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. like it's so not routine. It's so routine now. The interesting thing is uh, the Raptors, so they're on a back-to-back tonight, and the Raptors are the favorite. So I'm like, hmm, does this mean that Giannis isn't going to play? Um, I don't know. Like, what is the trend when a player goes off like that? Is it hard to repeat it again, you know, thinking prop-wise or even just looking at the spread in this game? Um, I don't know. Maybe he has an easier night, or maybe he does do it again. But props aren't listed yet. I mean, I, I mean, I wonder if props get inflated that second night, right? Everyone wants to bet on that player again because it's exciting. Like, he just scored 50. I mean, I, I don't know what his prop – his prop number would probably be in the mid-30s again tonight. I feel like I would I, go the other way and do the under. I feel like it's got to be true. hard to – but he's also, you know, the Greek freak, so anything's possible. <laughs> I also just have no idea who's going to win the MVP in the NBA. Like, Tatum makes the most sense. He's on the best team. But every day you look at these odds, they're, they're kind of shifting around. After that big game, Joe, that Luca had last week, he's been, he's been the favorite for a week now. Yeah. I don't – Yeah. Is this, is this the old school best record? Is that how we're going to parse this? Like, they're all great, right? They all score a lot of points. There's, there's no – you, can you make the case that anyone is standing out truly statistically? I don't think you can. They're all outrageous. So are we just going to default to, okay, who's on the best team? You get it. Because then there's value on Tatum. He's the third with the odds right now. He's third in odds. Yeah, and I think the odds are kind of suggesting that they're not quite sure. Sure, Luka is the favorite. And they, they really, they really we talk about it every year, but they want to give Luka that MVP. And it looks like he's earning right. it thus far on the court. He has the shortest numbers. But in no way is it over or even close to being over. So, yeah, Giannis snaps last night. He's the second favorite. Tatum's up there, consistently up there. Uh, Jokic... <laughs> I mean, we, we want to say he's not going to win it, but I don't know. What if he's the guy that has the most games played, which has mattered in recent years, and the numbers are undeniable? I don't think he's going to get it, but it's certainly possible. And there's Kevin Durant. Uh, they've won 12 in a row. Nobody's talking about the Nets because they've been so good. There's no drama. 
to discuss around them. So, I mean, we keep going. You can go with anybody in the top 10, even though those numbers get to, you know, 30, 35. I think you could make a case for, for any of them. So, yeah. I don't know if it's about team record. I think team record always comes into play unless you have all-time numbers, and then they'll be willing to give it to a team that a player on a team that has a five or a six seed. Then that's what it's about. But yeah, uh, team record it could, it could go that route, and you know maybe the same thing happens with coach of the year. All of those awards. Well, on the Okich point, they are currently the number one seed in the Western Conference, but that's not usually where Denver right. resides. They they usually reside more in the upper middle five, six, of the West. Right, yeah, four, five, six. If Jokic does another Jokic year and they're the number one team in the West, we could be looking at our first three-peat MVP in decades. Crazy. Could happen. I don't think it's good. Yeah, but just based on the conversation we're having now where we don't know who's going to win it, it could be any of them. I think if that is still the case, later in the year they're just going to say, no, then it's not Jokic, if, if you could make a case for somebody else. Well, and like, what about Giannis? Still no Middleton. Um, Holiday hasn't been playing his best basketball, or at least it didn't look like he was last night. And he's pretty much carrying this team. If he doesn't go off, like, I don't know what else they really have. And that's kind of been the same case for Jokic. Doesn't it feel like Giannis is almost in that, I don't know, maybe like Patrick Mahomes thing where you kind of just take it for granted now? He's so great. He's the best player. We just take it for granted. Now Mahomes is going to win the MVP this year in the NFL, but like before the season, right? There wasn't much buzz that Patrick Mahomes would win the MVP or anything like that. I feel like Giannis Mm -hmm. has just fallen to that like, hey, he's just a great player. We just expect this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of expecting things, Zion out again. I mean, that's just, we always expect that's going to happen. I mean, what a mess that situation is. Yeah, it's always. And he was having a great year, and they were having a great year. So he's going to be out a few weeks with a hamstring. We'll see how long it lasts. The other thing to uh, to mention here, we did get seemingly a positive update on DeMar Hamlin yesterday, um, where he is breathing at least half on his own. So at least he's progressed somewhat. Uh, I don't know how, where it goes from here, but it was somewhat encouraging news yesterday uh, with DeMar Hamlin after what happened on Monday night. And the other part of the story is they're not going to play that game this week. That was, that was officially yeah. yesterday that Bills-Bengals will not be played this week. So, Joe, it sounds like all the books are refunding the bets because we had you know Jason Scott from BetMGM yesterday, and they were refunding bets. Like, if the game's not played in a certain period of time, everything goes back to the customer. Yeah, the rules uh, go book by book, and he mentioned that some books say it's got to be played that week. Some have a rule of 24 hours. Uh, within the original game time. So all of those have been refunded. But like we mentioned with him, the first touchdown, there was a touchdown in that game, and they ca- they cashed that to winners immediately. So um, that that does not get refunded, the first touchdown bets at, at most spots. And, you know, part of me, maybe it's the NFL wanted to shut down the questions for a little bit, but they, they just said not this week. So what does that mean? What sort of plan is in – do they have a I assume they have a plan right now. They're just not – it would be insensitive to announce it at the moment. Are they waiting – going to wait and see what happens? Is the number one seed going to be decided? If Buffalo loses this week, it's decided already. And then they won't have to play that game at all, and I don't think they really will worry about the seeding. Are they going to wait and see what the scenario is there? I, I'm not sure. Part of me was wondering if, with all the relationships that they have with sports books if they decided to make that announcement too, because their partners are like, Hey, 
I, I know you guys are going through a lot right now, but what are we supposed to do with these millions of dollars in bets that we have at the moment? I don't know. Uh, a lot went through my head. And then we also got more details on everything that happened. And yes, we there was some positive news there, Joe, but there's also like, he had to be revived a second time at the hospital, which we yeah. didn't know about on Monday. So, I, you know, we have ways to go before we're in the clear here with Hamlin. Yeah, he's fighting. I mean, he's fighting. It's, he's not out of it, not even close to it. BetQL Daily on the other side, power rankings, a new spin on the next right here on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.